This episode of Super GG Radio is brought to you by our Patreon. Patrons of the show can get our Dogs of Super GG Radio newsletter, Super GG Radio stickers, a slap on your clothes as PC or bag, input on what we cover, game nights with the hosts, and even a chance to win a copy of an indie we talked about. Not only that, but 90% of all patron contributions go to the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Visit patreon.com slash superggradio to learn more. Good internet and welcome to session 196 of Super GG Radio. Yeah, we're so close to 200. We're friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I am your computerized hero coming to save you through the internet, Eric Getty Gettinger. With me is Notorious Virus of Mainframe City, Alex Megabyte Corona. I don't... You, you wrote something about my nephew here, which I don't... I don't... It's been way too long since I've seen that show, but they really tried. I give them effort for really kind of pushing CGI that early. I really... Can you explain the nephew comment, Getty? One of them is named Enzo. No, he was actually named after Enzo Ferrari. Well, is there any way to verify that? Where's Phil? (laughs) There's no way. So now he's named after a cartoon. Got it. Big facts. I'm bringing you our old friend Fong, a.k.a. Joel DeWitt, to drop some knowledge. Every uh, week is a new opportunity for you to test the limits of my knowledge of pop culture and such. So I, I don't even know if this is pop culture. Do you do you know, did you get this reference before it started? I uh, No, not until somebody said the name of the actual show, which I do now recognize. It was one of those things where like it was on, was it on Adult Swim? Or, or uh, no. Cartoon Network, maybe Cartoon Tsunami. Network. Cartoon Network. It, was it, was on, it was on Cartoon Network, and like you'd always catch a little bit at the end <laughs> in the time slot before, like the thing you wanted. To, to the popular lead-in, yeah. yeah. See, this this is one of those ones that's been buried so deep in my brain that it's like now that I'm like it's gone. They got pushed out pushed out for something more important, and now that it's back, I'm like I don't know. I think I might have forgotten how to drive. <laughs> Damn. Bless you, sir. All right, and I am definitely trying to date us. Uh, this week we also have trusted companion Frisket, or Alec Parks. <laughs> you like that? Woof, woof, motherfuckers! <laughs> Alec, you only get you we only get one reference. I no, I do not get it okay. at all. I thought that dropping a picture of Frisket right here into the dock would be enough to to motivate everybody, but I was wrong. Clearly, it triggered the, it triggered me for sure. I like I, I didn't even write dialogue for Alec. That's the he, best. He's a nightmare version of that dog in Made to Man. Yeah. Rush? Yep. Is that his name? Yep. Sure is. You're the worst, Joel. And then we have special guest with us this week, Grayson Morales. I also have never heard of Reboot in my life, (laughs) but then I was reminded of the show by this picture of uh, characters with green faces, and then I was slightly uh, uh, familiar again. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Hey, what's going on? Uh, Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah. Yeah, we got a long haul in. Apparently Alex has a bunch of stuff planned for us tonight. None of it which was signed off on, so grab your union rep. I do what I want. We're going to get some overtime tonight. Maybe we'll just have a work stoppage. Joel, that's still a thing where you work, right? (laughs) Shh. We don't Uh say those words. I don't know. Yeah, that's... That's, I don't know uh, what a union is. 
No comment. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Super GG Radio making you uncomfortable about everything since 2000. Wait, 2001, 19? 19. 19. Yeah. 19. I don't know where I got yeah. 17 from. Hmm. Gotta Alex, get us out of here. This podcast is older than your, your daughter. It is true. <laughs> all right. Uh, this week, uh, we go all out in early adopters. Get direct with the news if you catch my meaning. Then round out the week with a special guest, guest spot, games, activities, coloring book. But first, Early Adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and games where music makes me lose control. You get that reference, right? I get that one. All right. Now it's in my head. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't even have to sing it. That's what I want. So I guess that could go for either of these games because we played two games that had a a music element to them in some capacity let's start with bramble because i think that's uh not as keen on the reference but bramble the mountain king we played this guy on playstation 5 demo out now who uh who wants to give it a go who's feeling confident tonight can articulate joel try yeah i'll I'll step to the plate for once uh bramble the mountain king is a it's not a 2d platformer there are portions where it kind of seems 2d-ish but then it expands into a larger space uh but it is you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of limbo in some ways it's that sort oh, of yeah. at- atmospheric yeah. platformer where you're kind of limited in what you can do you got a sort of like a duck and you've got a uh, run or sprint button and then there are certain environmental puzzles you have to figure out so in the case of this one, there was a section where you were in sort of a, a dark, almost mine shafty kind of area, uh, which is funny because the the actual motions there when you're jumping platform to platform, they're sort of rickety looking uh, pieces of uh, wood. Wood. Well, I was, I was trying to think bridge. Bridge, yeah, platforms, bridge is yeah. the word. Uh, it reminded me a little bit of uh, Lord of the Rings. Fellowship of the Ring. So, like, there's that session when they're trying to escape uh, Moria, and they have to, like, tilt forward to get the staircase tilting towards, so they made the jump. So mm-hmm. that was that was kind of fun. Um, Did you get to toss the dwarf? No. no. Oh. I wish. Yeah. Yeah. W- wish unfulfilled, but... <laughs> there's an epic chase scene, though. There is. There is. Uh, and, and it was very, very uh, tense and stressful. <laughs> like that they did the great job of it kind of being like right on the heels of your back and making you feel like you're in really in danger of being caught and hurt uh there was also that really great section of when the monster is playing the was it was at a violin mm-hmm. in the background right and as you're running it's sort of like shooting shock waves and you have to duck and cover up under different uh obstacles to block it out which uh very well implemented had a nice sort of like flair to it each time it shot uh overall i i think this is a pretty solid tight package and as somebody who doesn't necessarily have a hunger for these types of games as much as i used to i it definitely caught my eye i i'm very struck by how nice it looks too i was just more surprised playing it that i didn't I didn't think this was like had like I, I wasn't thinking horror kind of like one like I I I thought they're like man this plays like Limbo and then all of a sudden giant jump scare that mm-hmm. literally made me jump up and I was like oh oh this does uh, a lot like those games Little Nightmares uh, Yep Little Nightmares as well 
yeah so that's where I, that made me like get yeah, jump out of my skin a little bit and it, it really looks good it looks really good for like a game that i've never heard of like being so indie it, it definitely looks plays going through the grass the grass moves around you you have a lot of a lot of attention to detail with it i think it's, it was a real a real good package altogether. yeah when you when you sent me this over i have not heard of this game at all and Honestly, from looking at the like the cover image, I was not like excited to play it. I'm like, look, okay, let's just jump in and see what this game is about. Let me get this over with. And as soon as the music started playing, I was like, okay, this is way different than what I expected. And like you guys said, it definitely reminds me of something like Inside or Limbo, where it's you know your camera is very limited and it, the, the game shows you what it wants to show you, like the fixed camera. Mm-hmm. And but I, I did not expect it to be so scary and like intense. And I ended up looking up the price after I finished the demo because I was like, oh, I'm actually, I'm generally curious about how much it costs and, and when it comes out because I really want to play it, I think, like the full game. Um, but yeah, like you guys said, there were like some really cool moments like when you're jumping across like the lily pads to escape like this monster oh, yeah. lady. I don't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> like, <this> is, <laughs> it was so unexpected. I did not expect anything, like what happened to happen. That, I did not expect anything that happened. Um, it was also uh, really voice liked, acted really, really well. Right yeah, now, was, there were some good spots of narration. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I thought that was like pretty cool. I was like, "Oh, this is this is quality voice acting." Because I've we've some of the indies we've played, I've I've we've done we've heard voice acting where you could hear like a Ugh. very hard echo in the background. You know that this was like done in like a closet, <laughs> recorded right. in their bathroom. Yep. Yeah. And so this was I was like, oh, "Okay, this is pretty good. This is again higher quality than I." Uh, I don't know. I, you know, I don't want to say that I expected like bad quality, but you know, indie games. You know, the, sometimes it's like a pixel art, you know, shooter. Sometimes it's something different. But this one just was such a such a well crafted, you know, one of these games, as they say. Yeah. I, I think that goes more into the nature of how much focus we have on that space, right? Because we we see the range between like really one shoestring budget, one or two people making a game versus like devolver level of indie games so we, we <laughs> right. see we see a wide spectrum of it so i, I get your point yeah yeah i don't know about you guys but i felt like the amount of lore and the different elements that you found in the game uh waking up and being held by a troll and knowing that in the sunlight trolls turn to stone it starts from there and then uh, there was a storybook do you guys find the storybook and listen yep. to the yep. story of the the violinist yeah so i mean there is definitely a, a lot embedded into this game, and it has a good draw. I think that there were a couple of parts, not that they were frustrating, but the controls weren't uh, as nice as I wanted. Jumping generally didn't have an issue with. The water escape scene, that that was a little bit trickier. The angle that you would have to take in order to make it through that gap, I definitely got hit uh, against a wall a couple of times. And... The ragdoll physics were a lot of fun. If you did get yeah, caught got, in one of the... you got killed, you were real silly flopping around. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, the character, like, very whimsical, walking into a field and dancing to the violin, and then uh, to be scared and uh, frightened by this monster that came out of nowhere, it definitely has some good lore elements. I'd be excited to see where it's going to go, and uh, the continuation of the story. Who is... The Mountain King. I, I don't know. I, what makes me hopeful about this game is that it's a very short splice of the game, like 20, 25, 30 minutes. And they showed off a lot of ideas 
in that mm-hmm. 20 to 30 minute space. So it makes you hopeful that they can carry on that creativity through the entire game. The dynamic lighting, the sound design, mm-hmm. just a lot of different ideas right in one, like again, like you said, a very small, <clears throat> like 20 minute window. Right. So Grayson, how much is it? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's $30 or something. Okay. I remember 30 or 40. It's a, it's it's a good bad. price. You know, 30. Yeah. It's a good price. Yeah. yeah. It seems very quality. Like we we're talking about, like it looks, it looks really good. I don't know how it's going to look on Switch and stuff, but it probably won't be terrible. You know, it's it's not like a big open world game or something. Yeah. My threshold has been getting really bad about, like, where it is. Like, I don't care. I'll just take it. Doesn't matter if there's a sale or not. And, like, right now it's at $30. And it's like, uh, that makes my backlog really long. Yeah. Does it? Yeah. I don't know, man. I think it's only as long as you make it. You could just focus on some of the games and, you know, finish them. No. What's it's, finishing? It's games? not an option. Yeah, it'd be like that's your, what I thought. It'd be like your family only acknowledge the existence of some of them. <laughs> what? <laughs> I. What? <laughs> what? Man, Joel, you must have a real weird home life right now with the kids. <laughs> oh, uh, th- things are changing, Daddy. <laughs> oh, yeah? Is that I, happening I to you? You're I the backlog now? I'm the. Yeah. Yeah, look at me. I'm the backlog now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, Getty, speaking of old games, uh, old but new games. <clears throat> so, going from uh, a relatively unknown game to something that some of you may have heard of, the new Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm Final Bar. That is that's coming out real soon. Uh, you got some PlayStation Five or Nintendo's Switch action. However, you want to play it, uh, old school style. Back in the day, we played it on the 3DS. Know about you guys? Yep. Yeah. Back in my day, I remember that. Back in my day, with the the touch screen, and you had your stylus, and if you lost your stylus, then you grabbed a, you know, a mechanical pencil, and you just used one of those. What did you that grow game, real long fingernail? Did that, that game allow that you to play music on it and close the clamshell? What do you mean? I know, well, like, like I, walk I think, away. I, I, I think the smat. I think the Smash Bros. game for 3DS would allow you to go into the music select menu and then just like uh, let you use it as a player. Mm. Never tried. Good. I don't know if Final Fantasy did it, but Smash Brothers did it for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. So theater rhythm, final bar, guys. Before we even talk about the game itself, if you had the disposable income, how much of the DLC? Would you buy any specific titles that you want to hear the music from? Because this is grabbing IP from all across Square's catalog. You got Near, you got World Ends with Us. That's a game, right? World Ends with you, I with think. You. So. With you? Yep. With me? Yep. yep. Somebody. Yep. It's ending either <laughs> <you>. way. Uh, <laughs> even more Final Fantasy? They're just like throwing Final Fantasy in there? So what do you guys. Yeah, did, who played Type Zero? Nobody played Type Zero. Finished no it. one played Type Zero, Getty. <laughs> I finished it. <laughs> I have these little miniatures that came in like the, 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 there's a Final Fantasy set of minis that come in like a you know it's like a loot box. There's only like five of them, but they're randomized. <laughs> and I have them all. And there's one from like Type Zero, and I'm like, what are you? I got you to complete the set, but you you go to the back. You go to the <laughs> back. I wanted to love that game, but no, never played it. Oh, it wasn't great. I finished it. it. Was not great. But so what? What are you guys grabbing? If you we're going to grab some of the music. 
What do you want to hear? Oh, that, what do you want to play? That Chrono Trigger, sir. Of course. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. That's number one with a bullet. Kingdom Hearts for me, probably. I'm also Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. yeah, I'm a big Kingdom Hearts um, fanatic. <laughs> I, w- I would just play Simple and Clean. <laughs> and then what is, th- what is the second song from part two? What is the song? Uh, Sanctuary. Yep. Yeah. And then the third one with Skrillex was... Um, God, what's that song called? That banger. I, I forgot what it's called. Yeah, that was a, you know, I have no relevance for the series. I, I don't love Except it. Except for those I openings. I will say all three, yeah, all three of those songs are bangers, and I will listen to them all day. Face My Fears, that's what it's called. Okay. Yep. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. You got anything else? Um, yeah, so I, I played Theater Rhythm a lot on the back in the 3DS. I think the controls are a little bit better with the stylus. It's just a little more... It just feels right, you know what I mean? Um, yep. I do like how they translated the controls to the consoles, though. It makes sense. It just kind of feels slightly awkward when you're trying to, like, hit three... Like two or three things, you know, all at uh, the same time. Yeah. At the same time, so you're like holding. I was playing on Switch, so I was holding like this cr- ugly like crab position to like press L and R or like oh yeah, so like ZR or A. You can press whatever buttons you like, which is you nice. You just so do triggers. You just right? find the most comfortable way, yeah, to do it, and so it works so fine. bracing. I, I don't really, yeah. You uh, you know what uh, Guitar Hero is, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, like, I don't, we we had 12. we we had an age gap thing, so now I'm like concerned about how out of touch I am. Um, when you played on PlayStation Two, you could technically play with a controller, <laughs> and, and mm. this this reminded me of that a little bit. Uh, but it's almost uh, like the when they make a, the, the Guitar Hero game for DS, and you had that cartridge like in yeah, the bottom with like the yeah. Oh, that yeah, that was wild. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of this demo was kind of annoying because was, I was trying to progress through like Final Fantasy 13, which is probably <laughs> my favorite Final Fantasy game in terms of music. Um, it's a bold choice. I, I, I would do a level and then it would like kick me out and it, it makes you watch like this super long video. Yeah. yeah. You can't skip it or go, go back to the main menu. So I had to turn off my Nintendo Switch over and over again to like keep going into the story as far as I can go. Um, and it kind of turned me off from like playing the other chapters. Um, so I only played probably like. I don't know, like five or six levels before kind of like okay this is this is fun like i i, I know what this is already um but there's only like game, nine for anyone who's ever they, played it they only give you like nine i believe and then they they kick yeah. you out and they give you like a new key out, to yeah. go against i'm like just let me play every, whatever yeah it's like it's weird that they're trying to sell you like real hard yeah. on a product that you're like, <laughs> like this is a this known trailer. quantity i'm like, no. already gonna do this why are you making me watch an advertisement for something that i was gonna buy anyway stop when it. did this game come out it's like watching a hulu a tv show and you get a hulu ad for it like come on <laughs> why come on. Sing out. hold on i'm looking it up when yeah. did this game come out which what do you mean i don't this one is not out yet theater rhythm the original oh like originally 2012 yeah. yeah 11 years ago still holds this up is a known this is a known quantity product like you don't need to sell it that hard you don't need to do <laughs> and the prop the other weird part the, the, I, I i kind of was able to like watch them and like move like move past it without like too much of a problem but for me the other the secondary problem was that like just starting up the game it's like two and a half minutes of like Ooh. video tutorials demonstration mm-hmm. not, no not even tutorial it was a two and a half minute just video i'm just like this is what the game is like and like sizzle real stuff and 
I was like, this is going. Like, I can't skip. This is unskippable. It's a demo. Like, yeah, they're, but right. I agree. This is kind of ridiculous. Just give me the opportunity to play it for a little bit. I think them not doing a, a timed demo, like only being able to play for 30 minutes and then it, you know, collapsing on itself or them opening up for you to be able to play, a, what, three, four different area or stories and only a couple of parts of each one. It, it's not, uh, it's not great. Like I, I was already trying to max out the characters in the little bit that I played. I went back and played stages multiple times, trying to get that perfect score. Couldn't quite get it. It felt like, you know, again, stylus, a little bit easier to manage than having to finagle some of these buttons, the combos that you'd have to hit. But you use a game like this, it's it's very important that the timing lines up with the actual beat of the music in yeah. order to like that. That's what I'm looking for in terms of like a really satisfying feel for one of these games. And I felt like, and it, it might have just been me, but there was like a like a millisecond difference <laughs> from when I was pressing the no, button. You're at, and, you're you're correct. Like I thought it was just me too, but there are some songs where I'm. It almost feels like the buttons you're pressing are like just like messing up the vibe of the song it's like you're almost like going against like the rhythm and it's kind of like upsetting at times yeah (laughs) maybe that was the switch because the slower ones are that i i played it on ps5 so oh you still had it too yeah yeah it's Hmm. it's a very faint thing and and the triggers probably didn't help with the way you have to pull them in a little bit on that but uh it's a it's a minor quibble that would nag at me, <laughs> given my background. So what kind um, of score were you getting, Joel, that was upsetting you? Oh, I got good scores. Uh, you know, it's just like there were, there were times, oh, there were times that I... Oh, well, I'm not going to give you any numbers, but you can just take my word for it that I did a great job. You know, I don't um, think that I will. <laughs> Pictures or it didn't happen. Fair enough. Yeah, we're the screenshots. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I sent a screenshot. But, I was getting uh, double S. I, I, I felt like I was putting some effort in. I, th- I think one of the things that, uh, and I don't know how they could translate it better, but they have that whole battle going on in the background, right? So playing Final mm-hmm. Fantasy VII, you're, you're fighting against the Scorpion tank in one of the levels, and it's a neat premise, but you're so focused on the bars and trying to hit the notes that unless you got great vision i don't tunnel vision on that stuff to try to oh yeah the notes mm-hmm. right so you're missing out on a lot of this fun sequence in the background and how they tie it into uh the rhythm game into the battle system so I, they changed it too. the original one it was just the characters were all lined up and they were doing like a regular attack this one they're jumping around flipping and shit i didn't mm-hmm. i yeah. was trying to watch what's going on but yeah it's how it was always like you could try and watch the combat that was was happening or yeah you know play and then the, the other, other part for me was that like it, there's like a you see the song bar progress, and they just kind of keep putting more enemies in front of you until the song's over, yeah. and it doesn't matter if you're like gonna f- like defeat the next enemy, it just like stops and the enemies run away, and that oh, it, that felt jarring to me. It would be like more satisfying as like oh you just killed them at the end or something like that. It didn't have to really matter as much. It's just that from a visual perspective, it just felt like really like jarring that you're like everyone just kind of stands there awkwardly, and then the enemies just like run away. Given now we're kind of putting a little bit of a negative spin on this. I've never played the series before. I am very sold on this package with <laughs> all of the like all the DLC. 
Th- that and also they put in these uh, these other battles that are just like the, they don't have the chibi characters anymore. It's actually the in-game CGI like cutscenes from those yeah, games, which gets me super hyped because I remember a lot of those. Mm-hmm. And like there was a sizzle reel and they showed like Final Fantasy VIII Squall dancing with with Renoa and he's got the suit on and everything. And I oh man that scene I was just like oh oh I remember that that was high school oh that was that was my right. and you know I remember like like. Oh, he's he has a love interest, getting all excited, and so that's where like I want to play that, and I want to do that again, and you, I want to see that cutscene again. That's from they. So that was stuff that was available in the at least the second one, if I recall. Not so it's you the had first one too, I think. Yeah, you had three different kinds of events. You have the ones where you're walking. You have the one where it's a battle, and then the third one was like an actual clip from Final Fantasy going on in the background while you were like actually drawing on a path and and clicking it that was a little bit more difficult i i have, I I have another question about the I, I think you had to follow symbols like going up and down and like yeah that's and all this because you had to stuff. yeah that's Which also that's made it, it hard to watch the cutscene too so it was like the same issue as <laughs> the regular battles you can't really focus on what's going on it's interesting because it's probably really hard i'm sure to make a rhythm game but also have something that people can focus their eyes on yeah. but i think stuff like rhythm heaven like rhythm heaven i feel like does a good job at like letting you see the scene while also doing some rhythm mm. patterns. I don't know if they'll ever like change the series a lot to like make that work better, but I don't know. it's M- interesting to think about. At this point, it's almost like, you know, you and your group of friends who liked Final Fantasy go hang out and play the game, and while somebody's playing it, everybody gets to look at this sort of <laughs> spectacle. Yeah. Or, or like, uh, you know, Atari here when they had those uh, players, you know, moving around like uh, animatronics, but Oh, but I have a question for those that, uh, for you guys who played the original, um, how did you do, you had a stylus and you had to hit all the buttons if there were multiple buttons, but what would you do when it's like, oh, like you had to press multiple buttons at once? That really wasn't a thing. I don't think they did that. So it was tap was the red and then the green was you tap and then hold hold it down. And then the lines, it was just, you use the stylus to go in that direction. Oh, so they wouldn't throw multiples at you at once? No. Okay. Nope. Because they, this one does a thing where, where like, the when it got even more intense, you would see you'd hold a, one button, and then you'd have to press a second button as soon as the first one ended yeah, and that hold that weird. one. And that was that felt really cool, but also they went, during the sizzle reel, they showed, like, boss battles, and I said, oh, I don't... <laughs> I mean, I, I like this game, and I'm going to have a lot of fun with it, but also, I don't know if I'll ever get that good. I didn't know that I <laughs> you, wanted to be trombone-champed about this, but... <laughs> yeah, it's very trombone-champ in me real hard. You can actually use the same button for that if you're quick enough. Like, you won't get two criticals in a row, but you can get, like, a critical and, like, a great if you, like, let go and press it really fast. Oh, so okay. Sometimes. Yeah, so it doesn't have okay. to be a different button. It just has to be... You just have to let go of one, mm. at least. Mm. It's a okay. little tip. <laughs> All right, so how much was it for the whole shebang? Like 120 bucks? Yeah. It sure seemed like it was a lot. <clears throat> no, that we, might be like the collector's stuff. edition. We don't we don't have to figure it out, but maybe we should come up with a pyramid <laughs> scheme so that we can pay out for that sweet sweet DLC. I'm yeah, like what if it. we sold like energy drinks? Oh, uh, you know what? Let's uh let's take a break and try and figure it out. <laughs> Thank you. 
Hey news, you got that hookup on Starfield. You guys hear about this game, Starfield? You know what's going on with it? No, what's that? I don't actually know about this game at all. Okay. Yeah. You got a real good intro to title card. Starfield. I heard it's game of the year. You think we're going to see it this year? Not before Silk no. Sound. <laughs> I think okay, you like that. Uh, what was it called? Was you like that No Man's Sky? <laughs> no Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. Anybody who listens to this podcast is probably sick of us talking about Silk Song and Starfield. All right. What is this? Is news? Oh uh, well, we're it's... jumping into it anyway. <laughs> yep. Well, it looks like Alex is back on his bullshit with Overwatch Two. That's not me. I, I uninstalled. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, I said, Joel, I said Joel a message the other day. I go, I just uninstalled it. I just got, I had a real bad run. I mean, I, I play exclusively uh, support class, but uh, I... They nerfed Mercy again. I don't care. Did I'm going to play as Mercy. <laughs> yeah, oh uh, yeah. It's, it's he plays as somebody... Junkrat and calls it support. <laughs> you, you know when when soldier 76 is your second best healer on the team you know you've got a problem <laughs> that's disgusting <laughs> all right one punch man outfit coming to overwatch is this more than one outfit is this like this is just a one outfit for one character named Doomfist, whose main feature is he's got a big ass fist is that the one voiced <laughs> by terry cruz is no, it? Terry Crews wanted to be. No, he <laughs> oh, okay. wanted to be. He, he petitioned for a long time before the character came out, and then they picked somebody else, and that's, Terry Crews was heartbroken. That's what it was, because I remember Alex was like, yeah, he's, he might get it. Did not. It's okay. We're out, we're on the outs with Terry Crews. You're over here. talking shit about you, Terry Crews. He said on Twitter, if you, uh, if you retweet this, I will auto-follow you. He did not. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what you're starting beef about? Yeah, I am. He's full of shit. All right. Probably listen to this right now, too. Yeah. Yes. You he's know a, he is. He's one, on one Twitch. Word, one single tear. <laughs> Awful. Come on this show and defend yourself. But but if you want to reach us with questions or input, <laughs> <laughs> our email address is <laughs> mail um, at superggradio.com. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, if I can jump to the outro, you know that I will try. That's <laughs> my, my one what? job here. I know nobody plays anymore, but what anime character outfit would you want to apply to an Overwatch character? Do I have to pick Genji. the Overwatch character and the anime? Yes. Like what? What anime skin would you I, want? On I don't character? even know who is Genji like, and Giver. Ooh, Giver would be Giver. Awesome. I was also going to say Genji, but for um, the guy from Demon Slayer, um, the main character. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's uh, pretty good. Uh, Reinhardt Overwatch Two would be. Partner plays Overwatch Two, and I watch him play it, so I know. All right, I'm gonna go at uh, Alphonse. Yeah, as uh, yeah, (laughs) Reinhardt. That's what it was. Jeez, Mm -hmm. my brain just stopped working twice there. That's pretty good, though. That's a good pull. Uh, yeah. So we're good on that. We don't have to talk about it anymore. No. Okay. Good. (laughs) Get this this shit out of here it makes me uncomfortable honestly looking at the skin <laughs> yeah doesn't it feel unnatural <laughs> like it, it, it feels very for- it's, like, it's like when they br- it's like when they brought attack on titan characters to call of duty or whatever the hell they did it's like, yep that's not no 
<laughs> did you see that they they did that with Overwatch and it was just but they didn't they couldn't do like the official license so it was just bootleg versions of it. <laughs> I bought them. <sighs> I got right. a bunch of Apex Legends characters. One one guy dressed as uh, tuxedo mask looks bootleg as hell. Well, there's that. All right, Nintendo announces a ten percent pay bump for devs despite losses. I just thought this was a cool thing. Uh, there, there was a story years back during the Wii U era where uh, the CEO, his name was uh, Satoru Iwata, uh, actually took a pay cut uh, because the system was flagging so hard that, you know, basically to show a, a sign of, like, I take responsibility for this, you know, which is, it's kind of rare <laughs> to see uh, that kind of move, especially right now with the, you know, round of layoffs happening in various parts of the industry and it's nice to see at least uh they're trying to support their uh, employees a little better that way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's true yeah this is just great news I, I i also think it's just because maybe nintendo is maybe just really confident about the future of the Switch, or just maybe the future of their next console, and you know they feel secure about where they are, and really want their developers to stay, and have like a really positive work environment, or you know have a positive work experience with the company. You know, after we, you know, we'll talk about the direct later, but like I think they're feeling pretty good about like the Switch and what's next. I think. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely got. Definitely got some good things going for him right now, so... Alright. So, speaking of which, I think we're jumping into... Is the rest of this? Some of this is the direct. It looks like we got muddled here a bit, yeah? Yeah, I think things were added a little bit. uh, Somebody was drunk when they put this together. (laughs) Was it you, Joel? You hitting the sauce? Somebody somebody was writing things on Tuesday before the Nintendo Direct happened. What's a Tuesday? As as things got (laughs) leaked out. (laughs) from uh nintendo eShop pages but uh, uh yeah uh let's see here there's a nintendo direct yep go for it you want me you just want me to jump straight into that okay nintendo direct if you live under a rock i'm sorry but we're gonna spoil the nintendo direct for you some of us watched this some of us didn't i didn't <laughs> so this is all a surprise <laughs> to me zelda tears <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom is priced $70. Uh, there's a w- workaround for this, right? You get one of those vouchers? Yeah, so there, there's yes. a few things. If you can find a place that still offers pre-orders that haven't switched their price, that mm. might be one option. Uh, the uh, the Nintendo Switch Online vouchers, if you're a member of that, they sell two vouchers for $100, which was already a, a $10 discount from... Uh, the $60 retail so it you know if you're playing on doing Zelda and you don't care about physical that seems like a pretty solid move right yep so you everybody's gonna get this uh day one right pre-ordered oh yeah you did? Okay. I would pay yeah. more than $70 for this game <laughs> yeah I mean to, to be honest I wouldn't feel too salty about it <laughs> I mean I'm gonna get the time out of it and uh you know yeah but yeah, if it's, I don't it's kind know. of surprising to me, but uh, it's I guess Nintendo just feels like this game is worth the price, so I'm like, okay, I'm willing to pay it. I, I would have um, expected people are already charging seventy dollars. So mm. yeah, I would have expected the Switch 
over to that price to happen with the Switch 2 or whatever came next. next right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you think they'd have to be a hard cut that way, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess it might just be a slow drip that way. Like the, I kind of feel like the vouchers are their kind of way to, you know, uh, mix some honey with the vinegar. <laughs> Of the price increase. Yeah. So. It's, it's not like they're jacking everything up, though. This is a premium game, and like you said, you're going to get time out of it. If it's anything like the previous one, uh, you're you're going to get a lot of time out of it. Yeah. Like, crazy, <laughs> stupid amount of time. I just played. And we have a... Don't we have a release date, Joel? Uh, I don't know if it's that date. It's May, though, right? Yeah, there you go. May 12th. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So are we Alex, just planning on, like, Joel Still time to go leaving? back. I, I might need to take a month off. Okay. <laughs> For what? There's going to be, like, a Joel-sized hole in the in space in the house just indented for, like, a couple weeks after. That doesn't seem accurate. But, uh, I no, imagine you're no, playing Zelda I, nuts and bolts. One of the best things about when the first Zelda came out was that uh, I had to have some housework done, like insulation, installation, and stuff, so... You know, who's going to try to work with all that noise going on? I was like, okay, I'm just going to set my ass on the couch, and you guys can go <laughs> up and down the stairs and uh, blow insulation into the walls. and uh, I'll just Save put... Hyrule on your couch. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing the real work. They ain't <laughs> yeah. saving Hyrule like you are. Uh, uh, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> Speaking what's next? of putting in the work, Metroid Prime 1 Remaster. Oh, yeah. Whew. This is a thing that that definitely came out this week. Hot. Man, there were there were hot, several hot GameCube re-releases, remasters. I was I was taken by surprise, and like for a brief one to two minute moment, I had this glimmer of hope that they were going to say F Zero GX remastered. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> that would be so awesome. We'll have to keep the fire burning here for a while longer. So, <laughs> didn't you get it at Nintendo Game and Game Boy in advance? I, I want to say that was in the, like, upcoming, like, releases yeah. schedule Coming thing. later. But it's also, like, one, one of the worst F-Zeros to be told to play. I heard somebody so. say that, like, this was, like, the best direct for, like, 30-year-olds because all these games are just what I played during my childhood. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of, um, is it Kate and Bidos? Is that what it's called? Bat and, no, I mean, Bat and, Bat and, and Kytos. Kytos. I'm changing the name. Okay. Like, that and, like, Metroid Prime and all this stuff was, like, so cool to see coming back. Metroid Prime was just, like, the big thing for me where I'm like, this looks this looks like a remake, honestly. Seeing that footage from the trailer, I'm like, this is really pretty. And I, people have been playing it. And like, my friends list is filled with people playing Metroid Prime. I'm like, this is so cool. Like, I would not have thought this would have been happening. Like, the Shadow Drop was, like, super unexpected for me. Um, I really wanted to buy it last night, but I'm like in the middle of so many other games. I'm just like, I gotta, I gotta wait. I gotta wait. Same with the Game Boy stuff. I'm like, I gotta wait to like, I can't start Minish Cap right now. I can't. It's too much. (laughs) So you're just waiting for the physical copy, really? Basically. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not even a physical copy person, so I'm still, I'm going to download it. But yeah, it's just, I want to play it so bad. I never finished it on the GameCube, so. Do you think those are voucher eligible? (laughs) <laughs> I'm just spend fifty dollars. I, I think you, use, that, use that fifty dollar voucher on Metroid Prime. <laughs> Do what well, you considering need to Prime is only forty. Yeah, it's, yeah, but he's already got the voucher. Yeah, but it's but it's so good. <laughs> I want to pay them more. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! See, I never had I never had GameCube. I was I, I had PlayStation Two, and then I just like mm. fell off the face of the earth. So mm-hmm. I I got I had World of Warcraft. Yeah. 
And that pretty much put a kibosh on everything. All right. And speaking yeah, of putting a kibosh. That, always that split. <laughs> I'm going to cut Alex off right there before we get into a heated discussion about whose heels were better. Uh, I'm just going to, you guys stop me if you want to talk about any Don't of these. Don't embarrass yourself, Getty. Il- Illusion Island. <laughs> uh, Illusion Island. Joel, were you guys hyped on this one, Kelly, specific, uh, specifically? Did you like Castle of Illusion 1 and 2? Thank you, dog. Uh, <laughs> I, she didn't see any of it, but it sh- I said, hey, there's a, a Disney Mickey game coming out that's a platformer. Okay, we'll get that right. Okay, that that's about where it went. All right, you kept good. Disney Dreamlight Valley from her. That's true. I, I let her know it existed last night, so <laughs> you know, I guess I'll be downloading on the Xbox here. But there you go. And then he got smacked upside the head. Uh, I don't know who writes these titles, but Harmony Fall of Reverie. Yep. Yeah, I put this on there just because I was very excited for how uh, the, it was like a cell shaded game, and also it is the 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 don't nod, don't nod. Also, the composer who uh, Celeste Celeste music, which mm. was like a, like such a fantastic soundtrack. So that's kind of what stood out to me, and I was like, oh, okay, this is something I want to keep my eye on. I didn't the, again, but we're just kind of going over what we felt like was a very like what are the hits for us as at the Nintendo Direct, and so this is not everything. Just want to make that clear all right uh next one we love katamari re-release you love katamari enough that you're gonna buy it again yes this is part two gotta roll it up i never actually (laughs) played this one so i i'm looking forward to trying this one out i stopped after two um but i can tell you this is just as this is really good as well Hmm. this is very good yeah good good i bet i could get my kids a free trial i think yeah i think you're right i thought i saw that uh, but like yeah for for switch online people i think yeah uh, i just didn't do I, I didn't do the 360 or ps3 ones those are the ones i stopped i also did the i think i did the vita one but the vita one wasn't very good because it was hard with that control scheme mm. so. what don't believe you wasn't great etrian odyssey collection nobody who is this for <laughs> I don't know. Some people. <laughs> All right. Some people. Congratulations. Next one. Sea of Stars release date. Yes. I'm happy. Game so good. I'm happy to know that that uh, Kickstarter will have paid off. When is it? Not I'm really excited, enough? and I also this comes out in August, I think. Yep. And I actually I already downloaded the demo. I was going to try to play it for the episode, but I did. Oh wait, I think that they sent me an email about it too after the direct, but I didn't read it. I'm going to look up my emails while yeah, we're we podcasting. That's what you need to know. All right. Every time I see footage of this game, it looks so pretty. It, it really does. So it, it's a beautiful looking game. The music is on point. You know, I th- those are very important pieces of an RPG. <laughs> so, mm. Man, you should have was really good. So. Should have gotten in on yeah. the ground floor. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, I think I missed that Kickstarter. Hmm. I didn't. Okay. Uh, yeah, they gave, and you know what, Grayson, they gave me the messenger for free when I did the Kickstarter. So I finally played that earlier this year. It's crazy how long that game went on for. I was not expecting the twist. Uh, yeah, the twist is kind of when I got kind of like less interested in it, but it's still, you know, a great game. 
Yeah, because it was like, hey, here's a whole game, and then it's like, just kidding, here's another whole game. Like, no. (laughs) All right, GB and GBA coming to Nintendo Switch Online. To be honest, that that might have been my biggest happy moment (laughs) of this direct. It's a lot of it stems just because of how much time I played Game Boy and Game Boy Advance uh, as a kid growing up, uh, doing a lot of travel sports and stuff. But, um, you know, the first thing I booted up was within moments, and I consumed it within a couple hours. You know, so it's just it hits the right buttons for me, and I. You know, people have been tossing around like, "Oh well, that why haven't they done that yet?" And you know, I'm glad. I'm grateful. Also, it's not included, or it is included without some form of price increase. Because uh, I know Nintendo, mm-hmm. if they're gonna find a way to charge it, they're gonna do it. But uh, I'm- this was this is something that we had actually talked about in the ep- on a, po- a previous episode about this. Like, the word was that it was already done, and that it was gonna. And I think this was before. They did Sega, and there was talks mm-hmm. of like the the tier being Game Boy, not Sega. Yeah. yeah. So the expansion pass or whatever was originally supposed to be for the Game Boy, and then they kind of added this on later. At least that's what because I I remember this was one of the ones that they were like, "Yep, this is all ready. They just got to do it." One one of the great things Nintendo does with this stuff is that they put a lot of like offshoot things that aren't the big hits that you expect to get each time. So like. In this collection, you've got was it Alone in the Dark? Was one of the like that like Game this, Boy game that yeah. the Game mm-hmm. Boy horror game that like I've heard of before, but I don't know anybody that owned it <laughs> when I was playing it. Yeah, Game Boy. Um, they made that a movie. Okay. Yes, oh. they did. I, I yeah yeah you're right. <laughs> now that I think about it, but huh. but uh, that that makes me excited for what they come out with you know because i think they'll have a good mix of like these are the big hits but also here's this offshoot like they they chose wario land 3 instead of the first one which kind of surprised me a bit but uh, like that's a good surprise just because you might not think they'd jump with that in the first place people really want pokemon on there which makes sense (laughs) yeah yeah especially with the online stuff now Mm -hmm. right and i mean uh even for uh, the Game Boy Advance, the copy of Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, it had like a Four Swords Adventure style uh, side game yeah. too. So you think about the possibility of that in the online play. It's, it's cool to think about. Good, good. Get excited for it. Mm-hmm. It's coming. <clears throat> it's here? It's here. I don't know. It's here. All it's right, here. it's here now. Shadow Drops. Uh, future is now jumping into other news whatever that means mega jump previously half a million dollars now free forever this was just that we talked about this last week that there was that there was a game that was going to be what five hundred thousand dollars on steam and it was like a two thousand dollar game wasn't it it was was a two thousand dollar like text based adventure yeah then people oh, then there was a $500,000 one. <laughs> Wait, what? I, I'm not familiar with this at all. This was a curveball <laughs> when I read When okay. did it so jump up in price? Moment. The indie game Mega Jump was briefly more than $500,000. Uh, briefly? Was the thing did we jump on it too yeah. late? Uh, well, now it's now. free, so you can get it for free. What if I don't want it? Are you still going to make me get it? Yes, it'll make it homework. 
somebody What's that well, that goes in the freebie i don't know don't don't put it in freebies <laughs> <laughs> oh no if, if, if people people are leaving reviews for this game and i feel like they're trolling because people are like slightly overpriced but still worth the 500k i'm like you did not buy this for that much <laughs> no no way. I, I think some people received it for free and they were still like not worth the price okay Whatever space two going 1.0 in April. Yep, that's a game we played on this podcast, and it was like a space shooter that kind of felt like mechs, but it was very fun, very active. It was, I think, we played it two years ago. Remember when Alex trolled us and put games that we didn't even know about that were going 1.0? Are you talking about <laughs> last week? Rogue Shift. <laughs> I don't know Rogue, Rogue Shift, Shift a Rogue Shift either. Rogue What's, Shift is one of them. What is it? Rogue Shift goes 1.0. You know about this Googling. game? Uh, I had it in here because I've, I, I've, I've looked into like playing this one for the podcast. Okay. Top-down shooter, uh, bullet hell. You're on, uh, you're on a deserted planet with guns and shooty-shooties fighting them aliens. Okay. Very difficult. Very. But it is a, an indie game that went out of early access and went into 1.0, and I was reaching out to the devs about getting a copy, and all of a sudden it went 1.0. Never, never followed through, huh? Mm-mm. It happens. Big news for Joel this week. More Vampire Survivors content. I may have already unlocked the new stage. May I, or may I, not have? No, I may have. Um <laughs> Joel will never finish Disco Elysium on stream as long as there's more Vampire Survivors content. Well, you know who to blame for that, then. You, Uh, Alex, for giving it to everybody. (laughs) For free. Did I do that? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well documented. Alex's game of shame last year. Oh, was that it? Okay. was Vampire Survivors. Okay, I forgot about that. I gave that away. You should take a look at this trailer, because I I think any... Oh, I saw it. Yeah. It's real good. <laughs> Very so, Sonic themed. Uh-huh. Yep. Sonic one bonus level. Yep. Kidding. Chaos Emeralds. It's real I good. think if you go Vampire on to is really good. What, on Steam, it just says like regular update. A whole lot of bats. That's what's on here. <laughs> so it's bat country. Yeah. That's what they're Don't advertising. Stop here. It's bat country. A whole lot of bats here. Don't stop now. This is bat country. Okay, that's that's good, right? That's good enough for regular news. Now we jump over to freebies. 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 We have Recipe for Disaster, which is on the a, Epic Game Store. <laughs> uh, yep. This is a management sim where you are managing chefs and uh, creating your own restaurant, but not in an overcooked way. You are managing the staff and their skills and what they learn and how to level them up while you manage a restaurant. Nice. Code Rivals on Steam. Code Rivals. This is a... Ooh, how do I put this? I'm trying to think how to Words. This is a... You are building a, like like mechanized tanks uh, for combat. Uh, what is that... Super Robot Fighting Challenge. What was that show? Super that show? Robot Fighting Challenge. You make robots and they battle fight bots? in the arena. Battlebots. Battle battle it's kind of like Battlebots. Is it Battlebots? What seems like war. <laughs> what seems like actually like you're in a battlefield, but you, you wire everything out and you plan everything and how the engine works. It's actually really like close to like coding almost, but it's one point. It's early access and it's free. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
All right. Strangers with a Z. Steam. This is like DayZ, but it's a battle royale survival game where you're trying to survive with like 30 other players. Last man standing in a world full of zombies and you're surviving. You get food, weapons, etc. What kind of food? Mm, water. And then <laughs> food. <laughs> Rations. Right. I don't know. I've never played DayZ. I don't, I don't know. I, was just I, I think we there. redefined food. Yeah. One. <laughs> What kind of food? Water. All right, Mega Jump. It's on Steam. Don't play it. Three D platformer. Mega Jump. Free on Steam. <laughs> That's oh, possibly not worth the free. I don't not. Yeah, okay. Don't spend five thousand dollars or whatever. The don't spend five thousand dollars on this. Well, I just need to know when uh, when this what is it Starfield comes out. It, I I need to. You know what? I'm just going to go cold turkey. Let's take a break. Can you guys, like, hold me down or tie me to a bed so that I can stop thinking about it? I promise I won't scratch okay. off my face. We'll put a piece of bamboo in your mouth like that girl from Demon Slayer. We're going all over the place <laughs> with Demon Slayer today. And we're back back with the backlog blog where we play games that teach us a valuable lesson and that lesson is how to paint teamwork makes the dream work paint by numbers it's something all right well that was house (laughs) always be coloring abc there we go uh always be splatoon so Grayson has decided to be uh, generous to us and and dive on the grenade here and talk about Splatoon for the night. This is Splatoon three? Yes. So I, yeah, I guess it's like the only old game I've been playing <laughs> recently. Um, I have like I think over I think I have almost like a hundred hours now into Splatoon three. Um, Damn. Yeah, it's probably been one of the only Switch games recently that I've, I always go back to every once in a while just to play a couple of matches. I'm currently trying to work my way up the ranked tiers. There's apparently, like, I think you can get to, like, S plus tier or something and ranked. And I'm currently, I think I'm B or B minus. Um, or I might be B plus, actually. I'm somewhere in the B range. Uh, it, it's really hard to get up the ranked uh, ladders in Splatoon 3. People are very competitive. Um, I also only play ranked matches when um, Splat Zones. I, I don't know if you guys play I'll play Splatoon at all, but there's like three or four different ranked modes and splat zones. It's like the closest one that's the turf wars, which is like the mode where you're just trying to paint mm. um, right. the most area. Um, and, and the map in splat zones is just that, but more contained. You're just trying to like have control over this one area on the map. Um, and I think it's really fun. I think the other ranked modes are like trash. Honestly, I don't <laughs> like. There's one, called, there's one called Clan Blitz. That's how you know like you play competitive. Yeah, yeah I'm like, right. this is the one mode I only do ranked in. Otherwise, I'm not playing because they do it on like a timer where every few hours the modes will change and stuff, or every few days or something. Um, yeah, Clan Blitz is not that much fun. There's like this other one we have to like control a tower and move the tower across the other map, and it's just hard to win. I don't, I don't know. I just. I think Splat Zone is just the easiest one for me. Um, I really don't know what else to say about Splatoon 3. It's like I do the same thing every time I play, and I don't change my weapon. I don't like buy any new gear. I just kind of play with the same build. Um, I go with Splat Duelies. 
um, which lets you dodge. The only gun that lets you dodge in the game. So I think it's very useful. That's dual wielding pistols, right? Yeah, so you can you shoot out of both guns. And when you dodge, your target reticles align with each other. So you do more damage for like a second after you dodge. Hmm. Um, it's really useful for like getting out of you know little sticky situations and stuff. Um, of course, you waste like a lot of like stamina, like ink when you use when you start doing stuff like that. So it's very like if you do what you, you, you can only do like once or twice before you just get you're just vulnerable to attacks. Um, but yeah, I mean that's like like my Splatoon three, my experience <laughs> that I've been going through. I guess <laughs> maybe I don't know what, if I'll make it to S plus about... one day, but you know I'm, I'll, I'll try. I'm trying. What what I always loved about Splatoon, other than the you know clear like '90s Nickelodeon vibe that it had going on at the time was just the concept felt really unique to me like number one it being a, a team-based shooter on a nintendo platform but then two it being this like control area via paint splattering it felt really novel at the time um i never got good at this game <laughs> and, what and i tried on on number one and two uh what are your elite tips for a beginner who's trying to get into splatoon Man. Also, do you need? Do you should you use gyro controls? I I don't I can't use them. No, I don't. I does can't. It, does um, anybody use them for anything? Pro controller is my best best way to play. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a, a lot of people actually of for Splatoon, Splatoon people who swear by really gyro controllers. I, I know that I know yeah. that exists. Somewhere. There's a lot out. There's a yep. there's a fan base who really likes using that. Cause I, I get it. You know, it, it can be easy if you just have the right control scheme or whatever. Um, I don't know. I mean. I think it's really you really have to find the weapon that fits you. I, I know that a lot of people like to use different weapons and change out every often, but you have to like really like find one that you're perfect with and you feel super confident in. So if you feel like you're bad, maybe try switching up the weapon or switching up your skills. Like it's weird saying that they are like best build guides, but I've written like a best build guide for like spot duelies before because there is like certain skills you should probably equip to your to your weapon based on you know if it is a slower, do you need to speed up? Is your weapon output low? Do you need to increase your weapon damage output? So it's just like tinkering with stuff, I guess. Um, and, it, and if you're doing turf wars, honestly, you don't have to always be combative and like fight people. You can literally just be a great team player by cleaning up any spots that people are missing and stay behind and just kind of like be a support person. And I think there are like special skills that are suited for support players. So it's like, I think you just have to find like your, your gameplay style and just like, I guess, try to own in on that a little bit. Um, Do, yeah. Does the uh, single player stuff appeal to you at all with the Splatoon series? Yeah, yeah. Splatoon three, I think, was the one that really got me into the single player. The levels are really, really fun. It always reminds me of Super Mario um, uh, Galaxy, where you're almost shooting from like oh, these really? different planets, these little like micro mm. levels, and going to shooting over to the next one, sort of completing mm. an objective. I think it's really fun, and it also gives you a sort of a tutorial to get better at multiplayer. So I mean, mm. I think it's great. Especially Splatoon 3's single player. Really fun. How many Splatoon Amiibo do you have? I have none. I'm not a big collector. Oh. I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big like, I own, I don't have any physical games. Like, I never buy anything physical. I have, like, three Amiibo, and they're, like, just Zelda stuff, usually. I have a, yeah, I can't even see them, but Link. I, I, <laughs> Link's Awakening. I appreciate how Spartan that is, actually. <laughs> Yeah, only for their very, very. Also, if you uh, for people who don't know, the Splatoon lore is actually really dark. 
like everyone died. It's like a, there was an apocalypse and all this yeah. stuff happened. Like then the squids are the last ones to survive in the apocalypse, right? Isn't that like kind of well, the best I'm not part a big, of that? I'm not a big horror guy, but I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're right. But like the funnier part is I think it was determined by a splat fest in Splatoon 2 or something like that. Yeah, I think like, you're right. They, they voted oh, okay. on like it, it apocalypse was, or like you live or die like, basically, I think. Like, or yeah, anarchy, like the, I, think. I thought the other one was like something i'd have to look it up yeah. but it, it was like a very binary like like <laughs> the world has ended or the world has flooded or something like that <laughs> yeah the lore you is know. super deep. but it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah splatoon it's very good speaking of writing guides <laughs> good segue alex <laughs> yeah that was yeah a little yeah. delayed but we 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 killed it guys good job we podcast and podcast accessories I ran across a TikTok channel recently. Uh, somebody using AI generated hate hill voice to do sick raps about <laughs> propane and propane mm. accessories. I can send you the profile uh. if you're interested. <laughs> yeah, send me a link, okay. to it, please. Right. No. My for you page is not need to be cursed <laughs> any more than it already is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I you get in the wrong algorithm, and all of a sudden you're like, I told everybody I got stuck with like toasters <laughs> in the bath algorithm for like a month and a half. Mm-hmm. It's every day I'm a getting closer. <laughs> yep. 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 Exactly. Getty, get us to the next. Oh, one. I thought you were doing it because you segued the hell out of me. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. So speaking of guides. We have a special, special guest with Grayson Morales. Hey, Grayson, what's going on, man? How you been? What's up? I've literally just got here. I've not been talking for the yeah. past hour. People are really bad about that. <laughs> it's okay. So we've kind of interacted in t- on Twitter, kind of give you know talk to each other about the industry. You work at Game Game Rant. I do. Yes, so Game Rant is for those that don't know is uh, one of the sister sites to Screen Rant. That's how I like to mm. say it because more people oh. usually hear about Screen Rant more often. That's like their big, the big baby um, of Vownet. Um, but yeah, like Vownet owns Game Rant, Screen Rant, The Gamer, Dual Shockers now, and some other um, smaller websites. Um, I'm currently the lead guides editor, and I started working there actually like two years ago. My two-year anniversary was like last month. Um, so yeah, I, I write a lot of guides. I edit a lot of guides, and I pretty much sort of just plan game rants strategy guide content for any major new release um uh yeah i, I don't know if you want me to keep going or just yeah yeah oh, no. I, you, you, you go into you tell me questions like what was your favorite uh, guide to either release or edit um i don't know if i have like one specific thing i, I usually just write a lot of like guides for for very specific things like how to get this thing or how to get this thing but i have a lot of fun just covering mostly nintendo games mm-hmm. uh, specifically mm-hmm. pokemon has probably been the most fun to cover i've i've like covered pokemon scarlet and violet and pokemon legends arceus was like a big thing for me and just writing guides for a new pokemon game is just super uh fun and exciting to me and just like brings out my inner inner child um i've also got to like review stuff like monster hunter rise i'm a big monster hunter fan so i'll be able to like do coverage for Monster Hunter yeah. is always um, a good time. Um, yeah. yeah, that's a hard that's a hard get to get in there. Uh, Capcom is usually pretty strict on their stuff. Yeah, yeah, they are. I uh, as as somebody who spent lots of years using uh, 
text-based guides <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from uh, GameFAQ uh, for a long time. Uh, it, it's a very important vein of the video game media that uh, I feel like is sometimes un rewarding <laughs> like like in yeah. terms of like recognition not like that but like doesn't get the proper heroes, recognition sort of exactly industry, I exactly feel like. uh what what about uh writing guides sort of drew you in um so initially i um so i guess we'll rewind a little bit uh before i started at game rant i worked at twinfinite um which is a, a much smaller site and i worked there for a couple years as a full-time uh i was a features editor so features was like my big thing, um, writing opinion ed- editorials, like opinion pieces and that kind of stuff. Um, after working there for a while, I got offered a position at Game Rant to do the guides position thing. And initially I was kind of scared because I wrote guides at Twinfinite, but I definitely was not. I was like, I don't know how to like find topics. I don't know how to cover big launches. I feel like it would be too difficult for me. But I ended up just kind of biting the bullet and taking the position because I wanted to learn something new and, you know, enter a new field and just like kind of add more to my gaming expertise in the journalism field um and yeah i mean and now i really like writing guides it's like my favorite thing like i I can't even imagine going back to being a features editor honestly for like Mm -hmm. any website if like if i was offered i'd be like i just guides are like my thing now and it's Mm -hmm. i'm always just learning and learning and learning about how to be better at better at writing guides and editing and stuff but it's just fun to kind of like especially when you have a game that's not out yet, like a review copy, it's just fun to be able to like, just guess what people are going to be Googling. Like it's just my <laughs> job to be like, what are people, what are people going to be looking up? What has done well for us? You'd be so surprised what guides have like done super well for us. Like how to run in this, how to save your game. Like there's thousands and thousands of clicks of people that are looking up for anything because you know, with games these days, people are playing stuff for the first time ever like people are picking up a switch and that's like their first console so of course they're gonna look up how to do anything especially with like the mm-hmm. tiktok era where we're like look, looking up like the, there's no patience for anything you know people want to know the answer immediately they don't want to like spend an hour looking around this puzzle room so we're gonna have the answers hey, Alex. And i think it's i think it's fun to just kind of like yep. have that's how i rose my hand earlier <laughs> it's, it's fun it's, i was like i would it's yeah it's fun to just have i went through all of near automata without knowing that you could um you could lock on. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Where like, you probably just didn't think about looking it up. Or you just didn't feel like looking it up. You're just like, I'll figure it out myself. Or, no, I st- I didn't think it was a thing. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, I'm free targeting everything because that's the only way to play this game. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's very difficult. It's a cool feeling to have you know be able to answer people's questions and um, hopefully do a good job at giving them the answer that they're looking for and just figuring out how to make guides rank number one on google is also a big part of my job so it's always just a lot of it's it's cool every day i learn something new about how i can make guides better how i can make the experience better for readers like how should i be formatting this stuff and it's ever changing honestly like it's like every month i feel like there are new ways to to write guides or like different ways to convey the information to people or like or just different ways i think about to convey the information um so it's just a, it's a fun sector to be a part of and and guides are now the get the most amount of traffic for Game Rant. Um, it's over, over news and features, so I'm very happy with that. The guys have been very successful over the past two years, and before I came on board, Game Rant didn't really do many guys at all, or the ones they did were kind of, I, I'm just gonna say they were kind of shitty, so I'm just, I, I've been trying to make the website a better place for guide content mm-hmm. and you know make it a better name uh, for stuff, so. 
yeah, it's it's been a lot. Like this past two years has been crazy. Like it's it feels like it's been four years. <laughs> I've done a lot of stuff. Well, yeah. were you a big fan of guides when you were like starting to game at all? Because I know for a fact that I yeah, like Joel said, we were like game fact people for a long yeah, time. Yeah, like, I was a game fact person too. I wasn't writing stuff, but I was definitely on there looking at cheat codes for every game I played. Reading those mm-hmm. text-based walk mm-hmm. walkthroughs, I remember reading those a lot for like Zelda games, like of like Phoenix Wright games, Professor Layton games, like like really deep in, into those like those walkthroughs it was super cool. It's crazy the, how much you've really, grown, you know. <laughs> the really good ones had like big ASCII art at the top. Oh to try yeah, to like, like the, huge, the, like the, the title card, and, diamond and, walkthrough, and, 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 and I have like numbered chapters and stuff like that. It's like, like this man, is a bookmark one for it. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Right, and then uh, we we kind of discussed off air, but you like you just moved to like the Chicago land area, right? That's kind of, that's the other reason I was like, oh hey, you're in my area now. Whoop. Have you have you seen a lot of like the uh, have you explored the city a lot at all? Have you seen like the gaming landmarks? I mean, like gaming landmarks as in like as in like arcades and things like that, or like yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like I've done a lot of like our like landmark. Our big one is like Galloping Ghost. I haven't been there before. I don't know okay. what it is actually. Galloping Ghost is uh is is it's like it's in the burbs, but it's it's like like city adjacent. Okay. But it is like it's known for having like a like just a giant collection mm-hmm. of old arcade games. You know, you pay to get in, and then also they have like some of the harder to find ones. Uh, they had like a the, the big one that I always talk about is a Primal Rage Two, which uh on, like it actually never officially came out. Only like three cabinets went out, or like ten cabinets went out in the world. And like we have one of them, that game is not is unfinished. It's real bad, <laughs> mm-hmm. real bad. But but it exists in the world. Like those cabinets are out there, and we have one. So that's like one of our claim to fame. Uh, claim to fame there. Yeah, Chicago has a lot of cool like gaming places. Like um, there's a, there's bars called Replay. There are a couple locations in the city, mm-hmm. and they have a bunch of classic ar- arcade machines. There's a big place called Emporium, which I think you, you probably heard of, which has a bunch yep. of like yep. old school arcade machines too. Um, and a lot of like hidden gems, like dive bars that just have like an arcade in the back room and stuff. Um, I haven't really been to one in a while. Um, if like just COVID times has you know fucked everything up, but like before that, I would like go out mm. a lot more than I do now. Um, but replay has been like a really cool place to go to if you want to just like play Mortal Kombat or Mario or Frogger or whatever. Yeah, the other thing is that you have to like see, uh, meet some of our like. We have like we have a couple of people that are just like kind of institutions. Uh, one of the main ones is the uh, which friend of the site and uh, the podcast, and actually probably going to be on an episode. We're going to work on a scheduling thing. Uh, Kevin Fair, who is uh he's a local guy who sets up for like conventions, but also sets up for um like he'll just set up bar nights. So like okay, we're playing Mario Kart Eight oh, at this bar, cool. and like just does it like three times a week, and then also will like go to schools and set up you know, gaming clubs for them and then kind of like, okay, you guys are left to manage the gaming club now here. I've gifted you. Like, he has a whole charity and he gives out, you know, gaming consoles and stuff like that. So whenever we go to conventions, like, you know, anime conventions or, you know, just like general, like, you know... You know What's a convention? You know, C2E2 or Fan Expo. <laughs> I always go up to the the gaming lounge area, like where they have like, oh, here's where everyone can just play video games and it's always Kevin Fair set it up. I'm like, oh, what's up? What's up, Kevin? I would love a place. So it's kind of cool. He's just like a... He's a local guy around. I would love just like a place to go to that I can play like modern stuff, because Orlando had some places like mm-hmm. that where you can play like you know they have like Wii set up and GameCube set up and like you can play modern Smash or like Mario Kart and stuff. I feel like I haven't been to a place in mm-hmm. Chicago that has 
like gaming stuff like that set up it's unless it's like some special event right or something where it's like we're playing mario kart having a tournament or something but um, mm. i really would love to play smash again like in person with a bunch of group a huge group of people i feel like i haven't done that in such a long time next time that kevin's kevin's got a thing going on for smash at a bar i'll, I'll hit you up please do. the other one is um if you're around enough, you'll you'll start to meet the original yeah. cast of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> they uh, travel like the cons. Because yeah. Midway was from Chicago, so a yeah. lot of them are still here. Okay, Netherrealm is, is in Chicago, I, I think. Yes, and then again, mm-hmm. yeah, in, in Midway was right. then. But uh, so we like, uh, I have a photo of a friend of mine getting punched in the junk by the original Johnny Cage. <laughs> wow. And and I think and then Kung Lao and I think Sonya are are still like in the area and they do appearances at arcades. So. You'll see them around a bunch of you. Like if you like go to like event, like just go to like some of that. Like a galloping ghost has them like every like once that's a month cool. or something. Yeah, so that's like some of our gaming. Like the, we have a lot of gaming stuff around here. That's it's pretty fun. Funny enough, the Jackbox and, uh, developers are here too. It's random, you know, <laughs> random. But <laughs> who who are uh, the Who's? Jackbox Party Pack developers? I think are outside Chicago. We well we have Jackbox. We have. Um, Iron Galaxy, which is yeah, more of a right. port house. We have um, we've we've actually interviewed one of the guys who did like the they Vol- high voltage studios is in the burbs, but they do Saints they Row. did a bunch of the right. uh, Saints Row oh. DLC, and then also I, I I've I've kind of tried to find more info on this, but I have not. But the people behind oh, Bugsnacks. Bug snacks. Oh, young yeah. Horses. Um, young horses, right? Th- they're here, but I have not, like, found any info because I'm like, I'd like to, like, interview them or, like, I love you know, t- talk about their game stuff. Like, and the, the big bug and all, Yeah, exactly. And all, But all of their stuff is, like, yeah, they have, like, zero info. We're a, we're a dev team from Illinois. And, like, no other info. And like, I was like, okay, I, I can't reach out to these guys. <laughs> <laughs> they probably ought to just work from home and just... Maybe they're hiring. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we have a couple of devs out in 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 our uh, Chicago land area as well, so it's kind of. I'm cool. surprised they have. You don't not get it. Made some sort of bud snacks restaurant. <laughs> I think about if you ordered a bunder, you know. <laughs> bunger, I would bunger, order a bunger, 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 bunger all day. Yeah, but it would have to be like the best bunger ever. You wouldn't want to go and eat a shitty bunger. Come on, man. Yeah, no. You know I, I would be okay if it was that. a shitty bunger just if it and was. And some of the food items in that game are just straight up insane. <laughs> like the mantis that's a taco like the flaming hot like a flaming cheeto yeah, yeah. yeah. flying cheeto yeah. <laughs> maybe scoopty banoopty okay <laughs> scoopty danoopty okay let, let's 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 enter the final part here uh we're gonna do this real quick uh because uh i know getty's is, is staring daggers dude at me. i got my pogger we, Alex, uh, you being this our this is the melatonin stuff. I'm passing out. Oh man! <laughs> oh no! We got to keep going. Okay. All right. So Grayson, being our guest, uh, we would like to welcome you with a game that we play with a lot of our guests called Indie or Outie. Okay. Indie or Outie is where I have a list of games, but I also have a list of other things, and you got to tell us the, the if I I'm going to give you and everybody the title, and then you got to guess if it's an indie game. Or something else. What's the something else? This list this week. Yeah, it could be it. Yeah. So wait, well, there's, there's a theme. This is. Okay. It's spring. It is spring. So we're spring cleaning. It's not spring. You gotta tell me, is this a game? <laughs> what are you getting on about? <laughs> when is, is, is we we got spring February? Six more weeks away. Yeah. 
Wait, it's March, winter. April, May. It's I'm going spring cleaning. Yeah. That's Does the theme, Getty. No. Day anymore? What's a groundhog? Mm. Let him pretend no. it's spring. F- Phil is so lies. wrong on everything. <laughs> so, spring cleaning is the theme. You got to tell me, is this an indie game or is this a cleaning okay. product? Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So, if you could get a piece of paper, like a little piece or a post-it, oh. and write the word to use my business in cards. or out. Write the words Beautiful. in or out. There we go. <laughs> that was money well spent. Yes, it was. These are the ones from yep. last time, too. I told you we needed podcast business cards, last not charity time. business cards, Joel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, have, I, have, I have post-it notes. Well, what? there we go. One that says in, one that says out. In is for indie. Out you is for out. In, oh, I, oh, this is for In goes display. in the out. Me. Right? I, uh... Yeah, I have my I have my post-its, but I'm not playing. Why do you not have... There you go. Let's see. How do you not have uh, these from last time? Didn't you play last time? Yeah, Joel, you always keep them on no, hand. I toss them. You never know. What, really? You never know when we're not gonna. We're not gonna. Use we're gonna them, play this game. Get rid of them. Yep. Joel, Alec, mm-hmm. Grayson. Okay, that's. that's I don't know. Right. All right. I don't know. There we go. Um, that just looks like tug. Right, Alec, you ready? <laughs> I'll be ready in a minute. Did Grayson, you yeah. good? Ready. What? This is going to be the best Do part of the podcast. That, uh, no, you don't have to write it backwards. In, out. There okay, but you got to pick one, Alec. <laughs> well, yeah, it's one's upside down, yeah. one's not. That's oh, an out. Okay, okay. I'm on showing board. you. I'm on board. Okay. okay, first title. I always start by saying this first game, and then it's... <laughs> this is my guess. First title. <laughs> Hold on. Get out of here, Getty. Stop pre... You're going to mess with me. I'm going to go the opposite of what you point. So stop it. Okay. First, Power Force. Oh. Uh, and, uh, yeah, but uh, game. don't we do, like, three, two, one? Oh. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. It is a cleaner. There is a Power Force colon blah 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 game that's a virtual reality this is power force uh, the the cleaning sounds problem. like bullshit uh, to me. Like somebody grab the broom we'll keep going <laughs> i'll give they, you all points is, that's fine like, you all get points because it's like voted. wheel of fortune when they say wrong answer because they mispronounced a word <laughs> I, I feel like that's the bring it on three two one bring it on is the title go <laughs> Okay, the answer is a cleaner. Oh my god. That goes to getting yeah. Okay. Next. Gunk. You, you had to do the countdown, right? Alright, three, two, one, go. This is out. It is an indie game. Sludge life. <laughs> the gunk was uh, was the people who did. Oh, uh, the yeah. Gunk. Was it called Steam World Dig? Yeah. Next, cereal cleaner. Oh. Three, two, one, go. It is an game. Finally. Ah. Everyone got that, but Alec, right? Yep. 
perfect. Next. Spinach. One more time. Oh. Spinach. 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 Or spinach. Repeat that. That's kidding. Which is it? Uh, Three, two, one, <clears throat> go. Indie yes. game. Why would a cleaning product? That game's real trippy. Yeah. Spinach is real trippy. Yeah, it is. And Getty, it's spelled the same way. You still, it's how you say it. So one of them next has a G in it, or it doesn't. So doesn't. they're not spelled the same way. <laughs> spinach spelled with a G. Spinach. Spin well, like, like edge spinning. Spin or spin etch. Oh, that's I, what I was asking you. Oh, I was thinking like I just kept saying like the leafy green. <clears throat> Need. The pink stuff. The pink stuff. Three, two, one, go. Dang. Man, you guys are good. That is an out. That is a cleaning oh, okay, product. Daddy, I want you to know the actual name of this game is Spinch. That's not correct. S-P-I-N-C-H. So you were pronouncing it way it, I wrong. It was a in there. <laughs> Spinch. Spinch. I feel slighted. I always thought it was weird that it was called yeah, spinach because it wasn't called that. Next, <laughs> Duskers. Three, two, one, go. It is an indie oh, game. Dang. That one and sounds familiar. Like yeah. I think I've actually or played I've seen this it. one. Final game. Angry Orange. There's a final title. Not game. Final title. <laughs> Angry Orange. Three, two, one, go. That's neither. It's a YouTuber. Yeah, that's all I was going to say. No, you're thinking of Annoying Orange. Oh. Angry Orange is a cleaning product. You're right. <laughs> Cleaning okay. product. And the winner, as as our champion generally is, Mr. Getty Gettinger. I would like to everybody. thank everybody for showing up tonight and playing the betas, except for Alec. I have a bottle. <laughs> you know, your prize is you get a bottle of hand sanitizer cleaner called Maybe You, you can Touched Your Genitals. You some poggers, because we have poggers now. <laughs> yeah, I can do here, that. Getty. All right, as we like to end the show, we've got one last thing. And this week's one last thing is brought to you by an early access, which is 72 hours before the game's released. Who would do that? Who would who would have early access? It's a single-player game, too. That's the weirder thing. What game is this? Uh, what game Hogwarts. Is this? Oh, 72-hour yeah. early access for a single-player game. It's not even like your Call of Duty here. So hopefully somebody finished the game I, in that time frame. I, don't know. I have seen probably reviews and stuff. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. One, let's go. Uh, do I plug the Poggers ad here or is that later? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, my one last thing. Uh, we've got D and D this weekend, guys. I haven't done like any prep work, so I'm gonna wing it. Woo! Yeah, that's how Dungeon Mastering <laughs> yeah, works. It, yeah, they're, wait, the there's time. prep work. Oh, for... they're 
There truly the, is, and I apologize. Alex? Hmm. There are <laughs> games I should be playing. <laughs> there are games that I probably want there's... to play. Hard Space <laughs> Shipbreakers. They just keep playing Hard Space Shipbreakers. That's a really good game, guys. It's just good. Just Gotta find your groove. Put on YouTube videos. I put on YouTube videos on one monitor, and then I just play Hard Space Shipbreakers for like an hour and a half. It's good, good to find that balance. Uh, Joel? Hmm. I, uh, I've i been keep trying to find time to play The Last of Us Part 1 and pick that back up, but then I keep on falling into an Overwatch hole, <laughs> and uh, it's it's hard to find my way out anymore. <laughs> um that and of course vampire survivors joel, joel do you think that hard space shipbreakers and overwatch 2 think about us mm. when we're not playing because i think about them mm. see i for a, a brief moment and then i uh go to the overwatch subreddit and realize that it's a, a trash fire and i i want no part of it when we're not together so wow mm. yeah don't do that well <laughs> uh alec first i'm gonna apologize since you didn't really get to do much this week but thank you for hosting as always what is your one last thing? That's okay. Well, there's a game I should be playing. I'm still in Alex's bit here. <laughs> and that is uh, Citizen Sleeper. But instead, I'm going to play me some Metroid Prime. It's responsibility, man. So, dare you. <laughs> yep. And Grayson, what what would you like to leave us with? I do the one, I'll do the one thing I should be playing. This is Metroid Prime. I really want to play it. But uh, work. He's in the way. I'll get to it soon. (laughs) Definitely feel that. I feel it in my bones. I think that that's like the theme this week is like, man, I really want to play this other game. Probably Mm. should be playing something else. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of playing something else, don't forget next week we uh, are going to talk about what? Are we doing PC simulator or do we want to talk about Alex game? Oh, I think we need to all right. Next week we're talking about. First. No, no, it's not. It's Alex game. I mean, oh. We can we can put it's off video game, video homework. game homework for next, other video game homework. Week. Whatever. Either way, just tell me what I'm playing so I can play more Hard Space Shipbreaker. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll we'll send a text. There will be a yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm. All right. That'll be it for this week's episode of Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio. Grayson, where can they find you? Uh, yeah, if you guys um, want to follow me, you can find me on Twitter at Grayson Morales, with my first name and last name. Um, and you can find my work over at GameRant.com. And I'm also on Instagram, Grayson Morales, if you want to find me there too. And that's it. Hit up this gentleman for all of your game guide needs. Especially with the, the sillier, the better. I'm sure that somebody needs to know how to save and what. I'll say Fire Emblem Engage. I just finished. I just finished a sports story walkthrough, so check that out. All right. Play sports story. <laughs> Should I play sports story? It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. You, you you need guides to play it. And he's got them. I do see Hogwarts Legacy How to Sprint on here. That's, yeah, I wrote that too. I got a lot more views than you probably think it did. At this point, I believe it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That thing's popping off, isn't it? Yeah, it's, 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 it's like another Elden Ring for us. Right now. 
uh, our Twitch streaming plans. As usual, Thursdays we have the podcast. Uh, Sundays, sometimes you can find Joel on there, Vampire Surviving. Yeah. Saturdays, Wednesdays. Mondays, Tuesdays. No, Mondays are for Alex. Mondays are for Alex to play Kakarot. How's that going? Great. I'm hitting the backlog hard. I'm deep into that uh, that's Android saga. Good, good. I'm having a blast. Tuesdays, Alex is playing some Skate and Chill. Skater XL, hanging out, listening to some chill beats, and doing cool skate tricks. Will we change things up in the future? I don't know. Maybe you just got to watch and find out. Yep, for sure. And if you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com and provide us a review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. Uh, Guys, this Poggers is... I'm, I'm going to bed after this. Sleepy, sleepy time is kind of lit, at least for me. (laughs) Thanks for listening and good game, Alex. I'm learning how to watch Taylor Swift. Good game, Joel. (laughs) Good game, Alex. Good game, Grayson. And good night, everybody.